0: all
1: right what's going on everybody we are with above average Lats podcast i believe this is episode number 26
0: 27 ish and who have we got everybody do me a favor and let's just kind of introduce ourselves please my name is alex Sokup, there and we're from uh brew there you go Oklahoma city
2: there we go I'm Seth, and yet we're from Brew House, and I'm brother of Alec, and I'm the Oklahoma strongest man. There you go. Cool, oh, man. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, bro. If you got titles, if you got records. I don't, you know,
1: don't care. Go ahead go and just do it. Throw that up. Yeah. Much stronger than Seth. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm also from
1: Brew Are you stronger than Jared <laughs> Bratchett? I am stronger
3: than Jared Bratcher. Okay.
1: okay. There you go. it's on paper. All right. Who else it's do we on got? Open power
4: league, so. There you go. Um, God I'm Jackie damn it. i Rhodes, and I'm from Brew House as well, Oklahoma's strongest woman.
5: I am Nick Newcomer from Brew House, and I am second place Oklahoma strongest man by one point to Seth.
1: You're probably gonna put me out of a job after we finish. So I just hear your voice. I'm like, oh goes this fucking <laughs> hobby that I just started. I'm tired of everybody beating me. God. Yeah, dude, the Lord already put me in this wheelchair and now I can't even I can't lift. I can't do a podcast, bro. Like okay. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. Anyway. So, um, before we get started, uh, what I would like to come back to is, Seth, you seem to be the bully of the group. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And if everybody wants to roast him, I want to hear all about Mr. Seth.
0: You guys give me some stories on him. I guess I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) Brother. Me being Seth's older brother, I am constantly looked at as a younger brother because I just take most of what Seth dishes out, so... (laughs)
1: I'm not going to lie,
0: like during the strongman meet, I
1: I thought you were the little brother. And then I found found out and then then I found out and I was like, well, Jesus Christ, I would not want to.
0: Why are you so fucking big? Why are all of you guys so big? So I actually was not. I used to be extremely small. So when I was a sophomore in high school, I was like 135 pounds. So, yeah. And what do you weigh now? Uh, Around 235. So you've been training, but also you've been training for how long? Uh, Since I was 15. So uh, nine years. It's pretty a pretty
1: good chunk of time. You got some action, got some like time under you now. And Colton, you're his coach, yeah? Yeah. There
3: you go. Yeah, I am Alex's
1: coach. And then so and Jack
3: coach. And Jack's coach. And <laughs> and so yeah, we got
1: like we said earlier, we got we got daddy up here with us. So how does it and, and you guys had a really big accomplishment. We were all out of state at the same time. Um, because whenever I was in Vegas for nationals for ollie lifting, you guys were out of state as well competing, yeah? And so what's the rundown of that if everybody can give a little bit of a
2: yeah, it, it was it was an absolute amazing competition. I mean, Alec placed. Which one was that one? Was the it the,
0: one? Regional. Oh, the OSG regionals. Regional. No
5: SG regionals. Southwest regionals. I
2: mean, Alec placed first in his weight class. I was able to squeeze yeah. out a third place in that one. And then Nick was the the mom of the group in that <laughs> comp, freaking running everywhere to grab. Like I left some of my clothes at the apartment. <laughs>
5: L- listen, the fact that they were going up. I mean. Seth's weight class. it was there? Twenty it started with, and then one got injured.
2: No, there was nineteen.
5: Nineteen. So, how how many pros were in that class?
2: I'm not. I don't know the exact number, but I know, I know there was, was least two. Saw,
5: at, least, at least two. I saw. I saw at least yeah. two. So, I mean, you're talking about somebody who, I mean, is an amateur, who's. I mean, the the last biggest comp was that. you know, the Oklahoma Strongest, at the record setters. So, I mean, to go from that to you know, coming third in a stacked lineup for the the invitation to one of the biggest competitions in the U.S. is, I mean, it was pretty wild. And then, I mean, Al, I mean, they're, they're, the competitors in these these classes were no joke. I mean, Jackie, you had three competitors, and they were arguably, along with you, some of the strongest women I've ever seen in the sport.
4: I would definitely agree, you know, between myself and... Julia, who is a professional, she just got her pro card in uh, March, and then Stephanie, who is sponsored by Def, but then also just missed her pro card in March as well. Um, coming in third behind them, too, um, you know, is nothing to be ashamed of. By no, any not at all. They're, You know, the three of us, I'm willing to say, are top competitors, you know, in the nation or
5: in the world. See, and, and one of the craziest things, like I thought I knew competitive strongman or at least had, had gotten a little taste of it. Um, but this was a whole different level. And I knew that uh, Al's hamstring started cramping. And, you know, we carry like a, we might as well have bought in stock in uh, Tiger Bomb at this point. Um, <laughs> quite literally. I mean, we've had at least 10 pots between us in the last like three months. Um but he was complaining about his hamstrings, and so we were like, "Okay, well, we've got some tiger bomb." And one of the other competitors in his class was like, "No, no, I got you," and pulled out a, b- a bottle of horse liniment. All right, so
1: I grew up in Elgin, Oklahoma. I know a thing or two about horse liniment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, how did you feel whenever he threw the horse liniment on you? Uh, it was almost instantaneous. When felt the, like, like Big Brown, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was it was pretty strong. But. Yeah. They worked so. worked out yeah and then tell me a little bit more you're doing a really good job i gonna so
1: let you rock this right <laughs> well no, it was not, not I, even from a voice perspective this like, is the, nick's show you know, now like, <laughs> like, I, was, I had an
5: interesting like, perspective yeah, running around
1: you did not have to go that far you did not have to do everything that you did no and he drove I like up on my phone it's colton gave me a rundown of what everybody did so yeah. i was just kind of using that for notes back and forth but like you didn't have to do all no. that and like you definitely like you're just as much a part of that as they were
5: well, so like I'm not from Oklahoma. Gotcha. I moved down to Oklahoma in 2019 and I found Brewhouse right towards the end of 2020. And like, uh, you know, a little fun fact. And I mean, I, I'm pretty public about this stuff. Like when I first got down here, I wound up having like a mental breakdown because like it was a new place. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anything. And uh, when I found Brewhouse, like the community there was like instantaneous. Yeah. And Al and Seth were the first ones that like kind of like took me under their wing, even though I have like five years on L and about seven on Seth yeah. I was like little brothered by him and you know they became like some of my first friends down here yeah. and so to see them get this opportunity to be like okay you know we're doing something big like it wasn't even a thought I was actually it was supposed to be a surprise I, I had been hiding it from them because Seth kept you know coming up and he's like he's like yeah well, it's, it's gonna be live streamed by SPD and I was like I'm busy because I was gonna keep messing with them until I just like showed up on the day of comp uh, and then they made a public post about it the day before <laughs> Um, Someone ruined that. Just, we, we won't. We won't. Speak we up. <laughs> name names.
3: You know, um, what well, happens in the cat pack group chat is sacred, but Mikey did not keep it very sacred. Back it
1: in the in the what group chat?
3: There's a so there's a cat pack. There okay. used to be a wolf pack. Okay. House. We killed um, the cat pack. Got rid of the wolf pack, and you know you may know the cat pack is Matt Shoemaker, Matt Ashworth, Will the dain- the
1: the the dainty boys, the dainty boys, so the dainty boys.
3: Some dainty boys in there jay oliver is in there the naked boy he lifts completely no need like hey do you
1: guys have do you guys have quite a few uh high school kids that train there or do you guys primarily adults uh there's mostly
3: adults there is a there is
1: some high school kids um Dylan smith trains a bunch of high school kids with
3: bishop and Ooh. So
1: okay all right cool. he has them in there working um there's a few kids from either college kids there's some
3: college kids
1: those kids still trying to hike their shorts up as high as possible Oh yeah. The adults yeah. The oh, adults don't okay. Okay, okay. Oh, I can Nick, see Nick, you know.
5: are the worst right. about that. <laughs> he wears the smallest shorts. It is um <laughs> Hoochie Daddy short season. I don't need to hear this from you. What? I myself, I have to have liners on underneath my pants, cause
1: bro Daddy Bear's got some big meaty clackers on him. I can't have, them. I can't have him hanging out the bottom of these, you know, depth hoochie shorts, bro. And I had Jared knows my views on this. Did Mister White, Daddy Bear White, knows my views on this? I cannot buy those. Like I said, my danglers will, will you know, they'll dangle out. Nick doesn't have that problem. So you're essentially a rooster. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean,
5: I'm not gonna hide that.
1: Okay, and then um, so. Since we're on the project, since we're on the subject of you know little bears down below, um, how are you going to strip then?
5: Oh, those days are long over. <laughs> Tell me. I can still dance.
1: Kenny, he? Has he got rhythm?
5: Yeah, he's got
0: some dance moves. Yeah. Does he really? Does yeah. he really, Jackie? Yeah, let's show. He does. Yeah. So does. So he?
4: you should see what happens when you throw Megan the Stallion <laughs> He He's a twerker. Uh,
1: I don't doubt that. Same with, okay, so Big John here, John Worthy. Didn't know his little legs to shake his ass that way, bro. <laughs> I didn't know they could hold him up that way, but bro, if he doesn't get to, you know, if he do not get to shaking them cheeks, you know what, bro? I used to tell my ex, and my ex had a flat ass. Um, uh, anyway, uh, I used I to tell that. her, yeah, 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 no, I used to tell her, I was like, look, that booty, little butted jiggle, baby, and that's all that matters, you know. So Maybe even next the next time you guys can
4: have like a dance off. Yeah,
5: it's on.
1: It's on. Site. Oh, bro, just Southwest versus
5: Brew Crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will bring the Uchi Daddy shorts. That's right. I'll tell you right now, any and the time and place, it's on site. I will bring the Hoochie Daddy shorts, you bring the tunes, and we'll see who can get lower. Because I got bad knees. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, I can still get low. It was like
1: last year when all the moms were doing like the Megan the Stallion, the the buset challenge, and it was like sometimes the sound was on. You hear those ACLs <laughs> at the bottom, and I was like, Ooh, any did that heels, girl, you need mobility. God damn. So anyway, um, How about you, Jackie? Tell me a little bit because you got a pretty big invite. You got you got OSG invite, right? Um, I did.
4: So obviously, I I placed third. Um, There was only three women in the open class um, at the OSG Southwest Regional. Um, But I believe, um, like I said, the three of us, me, Julia and Stephanie, are all, you know, world class athletes Um, being able to get 10 reps on a 190 axle overhead press. Um, I got 10 reps on the 410 axle deadlift. I won um, the yoke in the iron cross event. And then the sandbags, um, I did not do well in. That was the event that I really struggled and had a huge learning curve in just because I had never done a sandbag event before. And then I had also scheduled a three week vacation right before the comp with my mom. Um, but I had scheduled that before I was going to do the comp. Um, so
5: taking three weeks off of sandbags did not benefit me in any way. So lesson learned. And, and so just in case anyone listening isn't super familiar, um, for an open woman powerlifter, like 190 would be a good bench. Um, and, and Jackie did 10 reps overhead with no peak. She did not peak in her program because she was on vacation. So she just came in raw, dusted it, and and walked away. Um, and another thing I, I meant to point out earlier is for Jackie and Al, because there is no other uh, competition really greater than this, this OSG is actually world's strongest woman and world's strongest man under 105. So this is going to be their placings for the entire world. This is not just an amateur show at this point. And then for Seth, it is a potential uh, Giants live invite. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a top 10 in each class get a Arnold invite. I don't know if it's top 10 or top 5. It's... There's something yeah. Seth might know. Just before we
0: move on, just to bring back to Jackie's class, sometimes it's harder if you have three top athletes to get points. I mean, you only have that top spot, only has three points. So, whereas my class, you know, I had close to 15 athletes, Seth's has 19. If you place fourth in an event, you're still getting decent points, and people fluctuate when you only have three. It's kind of hard, and so I think that was just that was impressive that even with three I mean, it people. It
4: like if you use that three cups, you're just like, yeah. Well, just and that's one. you know, and that's to kind of show um, what we've talked about with strongman. You don't have to be a specialist in strongman. It's actually more or it's better for you if you're well-rounded. Like at the competition, Seth placed third through fifth in every event. He didn't win event. He didn't get first or second, but he podiumed because he's well-rounded and he's yeah. able to do all the events decently yeah where i mean i mean again like alec was saying it's hard when you don't have competitors when it's either first through third and that's it um so i'm really excited going into osg um and being able to compete against you know world top world-class athletes like you know nadia and inez and um again julia and stephanie but also being able to have um, such a large group of women and being able to see how that affects points, how that affects rankings. Um, But just in general, like I'm, you know, I'm from the powerlifting world as well. Um, I've, you know, competed in powerlifting since 2018. And there has never been a competition that I've competed in that's had more than one or two open women. And those one or two open women have, have, it's not, it hasn't been to the level where it's pushed me to be, You know, pushed me harder. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just real excited to have that um, competition.
2: And to take it back a little bit, I mean, I give props to Colton a lot, my coach, for really harping on making sure all the. I like that he
5: clarified the coach, not
2: not just one. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, consistency. I was extremely consistent at OSG. Like Jackie said, I did not, I did not go above third, but I did not place under fifth. And there were people that got first on a couple events, but did real poorly on a couple. And that is way worse than can just being really consistent. So when
1: people end up placing like that, would you say that they probably went like too much gas on those first couple events?
2: No, they're more specialized. Some of them, I mean, they okay. didn't really just run out of gas, gotcha. but they were just extremely good on some events. Some people did gas out. That was just, one hell just,
1: of it, it is what you have been saying. It's mm-hmm. like some of them do specialize a little too much. And yeah. Yeah. And like, and so for you, Seth, one thing is like, I remember at the beginning of the year when we did like the strongest athletes in Oklahoma, one of the podcasts, like I remember your name was on there. And so like, that's pretty cool. That kind of helps prove that like the the episode that we have, because it's like, you know, if you did make it that far, you know, you're talking about only placing, you know, third through fifth, you know, next year, go back, climb a little bit higher Yeah. Go back the next year after that, climb a little bit higher. Same with like, uh, same for me. Like, um, was that the biggest stage that any of you guys had competed on? Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I, most times. So freaking same. Whenever we were there in Vegas, like, um, it was a, uh, it was a whole damn like dog and pony show to get to the right area that we needed to get to. But when we got there, like they had three stages set up and like seeing the giant USA weightlifting symbol, seeing the, seeing the Nike, seeing rogue, uh, kind of fit, kind of fat guy from whiteboard daily was there. And it was like, Oh shit, dude, like this is, this is the real thing, man. So I remember you and me talked a little Colton, you and I talked a little bit on Instagram. Uh, can You shed a little bit more of your like your your thoughts on that. Like as a coach, how did you feel?
3: Um, so a- as a coach, I got really excited for them. It was very it was nostalgic for me in a way. So yeah. I had when I was younger, I competed in the AAU junior Olympics for powerlifting. Gotcha. And it, it, that's a huge event. Yeah. With like 20 plus you know different sports going.
1: Yeah. And so it's always in a big city every year with yeah. and a huge convention center. So that brought
3: back some like excitement for me when i first started competing at a high level in powerlifting yeah and i was like oh this is like this is gonna be exciting for them because there, you know, there's a powerlifting going on at the same time there's bodybuilding going on at the same time and i knew they were prepared and ready to go to that and i, I just got really excited for them because i know what it feels like to go into something like that for yeah. the first time and well. the energy was high i will say i'm pretty reserved even at competition like powerlifting like i don't cheer super loud but these like these three had
1: me screaming at the top of my yeah, lungs dude. Yeah, so like uh, you know, for me, um, you know, I work with that ten year old. You know, completely, you know, opposite of what you guys do, you know. But for her, like being around some of those other coaches, I remember there's one coach out of Louisiana. He was telling his athlete like she was walking like she was the shit too. So I was like, all right, let's see what this little kid does. Goes up there like textbook clean and jerk, textbook snatch. I remember on like her, she was going for a PR or something like that. And I remember her coach, he was like, this is your time to be cocky. And I was like, oh, shit, I like that guy. So like, yeah, that was like for me, too. Like, so I became paralyzed in 2000, um, 2013. And so that was the first time that I felt like competing like I used to back before my accident. So like, yeah, same sense is like is I've been in a couple big games, you know, I've been in a couple big arenas. And it's like I hadn't felt that feeling in a long time, like it was to the points where I even my stomach was like kind of had butterflies. I was like, Oh shit, here we go. So yeah, like, like I said, we had a little bit of a, you know, exchange, um, when we both got back. And so yeah, I'm really happy for you, man. That's a, that's a good feeling. That's a really proud feeling. I, uh, I actually even like kind of had a little bit of a breakdown and like teared up talking to my lady, like the Saturday after we had finished up, like I was FaceTiming her telling her how, how proud I was and whatnot. And then that's when it hit me. I was like, I think I found my sport. I'm like, I think I'm where I need to be.
5: It was I feel like there was a lot of starstruck moments, too, because, you know, some of the like the little intricacies weren't really discussed ahead of time. I don't think like um, World Strongest Man competitor, Gabe Pena, uh, was commentating. And that's how both the soak ups. Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, but both the soak ups here uh, got nicknames while on on his commentary, because he said uh, that Seth looked like Luke Stoltman from the waist down. And kept calling him the Oak uh, and then they kept referring to Al as the bull because if you watched the performance on the SPD live stream, he would like attack the things in front of him. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to go pick this weight up. It's like a bull with horns. Like, I'm going to attack this. Uh, Trey Mitchell came out and and he was just there to kind of hang out and watch. Um, And then we actually Nick Walker was with the hostile supplements. Uh, booth, so we we ran into him and took some pictures with him too. So I mean, this was not this was far from any local stage. You know, there was National Petters. Yeah. I can't pronounce his name, but there's a bodybuilder that Seth really likes, who's really famous, and it starts with an F. Oh, Fuad oh. Abiad. There we go. Middle um, East. Yeah. God, it, he's got it, bro, he's <laughs> monster, absolute monster human being.
1: He's probably just got like a perfect chest and abs, guy.
5: Like, no, he's I'm incredible. He's bad, the physique is nuts, but yeah, like it it was seeing them go to this level i mean that you know and, and this is not a knock at anybody i mean they they did a lot of hard work and derek from battle you know w- was putting this on he did a lot of hard work to get that going um but there was a lot of competitors and the warm-up area was kind of limited uh both on weight and, and accessibility to stuff so i mean there was quite often where they were going into the comp weights cold you know this the, there was just jumping in i mean jackie i think there was one event that like I don't think you even warmed up for
4: yeah the the first one with the um pressing we were able to do like 135 and then it was either like 135 or 205 and our comp weight was 190 um because they just didn't have enough weight um there was some kind of miscommunication but again that's just that's just how comp day goes sometimes you don't know what you have to prepare for everything and so going into that press a little cold, but still hitting 10 reps. And, you know, I was very pleased with like my performance with everything. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It was cool. Where
1: did you go on to, where did you go to vacation?
4: So my mom's from Peru. Um, so we went to Peru for two and a half weeks. And um, so I did my last, um, like heavy event day on June 4th. The next day on the 5th, I went um, out of the country with my mom. And then came back wednesday the 23rd so two days before the competition flew eight hours to dallas and then finished on
1: driving in houston it was a lot of fun we had a good time um so one thing that i would say is so everybody lifting isn't your only job either right and that that goes for everybody correct Mm -hmm. so nobody has to say what they do for a living but what are your thoughts what what how do you balance all of the stress in terms of regular life to compete
0: at that stage. Cause like I said, like you get, does anybody have sponsorships here at all or anything like that? No, that's a, that's a huge goal. I know for all of us. Right, right, right It's like right. sponsorship Absolutely. is where we want to be. Sure. And you know, I can say balancing job versus, you know, like working out training and such for me, it's actually a stress relief. My job, I kind of have a stressful job and I can go to the gym and I can count on the support from, Brew house in general, but mainly these four other people sitting right here, and know that you know I'll go into the gym, I'll clear my head, and just not only be able to have fun, but also you know let off all that stress. So for me, you know, it's a hobby that I absolutely love.
2: So
5: so we we've been giving uh, social media lessons because I, I I'm I'm 30 years old, so I've got both of them by at least five years, uh, and we've learned TikTok recently. In an attempt to get them some uh, some presents, it's a horrible experience. Yeah, know. Seth Seth does not <laughs> what. <well, laughs>
3: Seth and Alec are um, homeschooled, so that explains their awkwardness, why they're so weird.
2: So, <laughs> like you have room to talk, Colton. <laughs> Colton's
4: weird because he's from meeker America. That's why he's weird.
2: <laughs> but to go back to what you were talking about about balancing lifting and, and work. Honestly, I have easier than like a lot of people like Alec. He has a daughter. He has a wife. I have a wife, but like going to the gym, it just helps everything. It's not, it's not ever a struggle to go. I'm going to be a better husband when I'm, when I go to the gym, work out hard. You you come home almost like more relaxed and like, yeah. No, I'm a better husband. I'm a better person. So it's, it's not even a question. It's not hard. It's easy to go to the gym every day. See, I'm, what I, I'm, I'm the psychopath
5: driving from work to the gym because, like, I don't put on music or anything. I just sit there in silence and stare at the road until I get there. <laughs> but uh, as a fun fact, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm one of the only uh, super heavyweight strongman competitors uh, that is still actively serving in uniform. I'm still in the, the Army Reserve. And so that's that is interesting because they just changed their PT test to be like a medley and there there's deadlift there's uh, a medicine ball throw so oh, I, ACFT, yeah. yep yep so now it's it's you
1: gotta do any leg tucks
5: uh, they got rid of the leg tuck i liked the leg tuck and i was a plank which i mean colton his mastermind way of programming like there are still like they, they look people look at strongman especially like super heavyweights and they're like oh they must not do cardio and there's so much fucking cardio I mean, there's so much abs, so much cardio, because you need it. Otherwise, you get fat and fall over. We do more cardio than, like, 90% of strongmen.
1: Well, bro, and, like, and here's the thing, too. Like, when you get, let's say when you guys are only, when you guys are only practicing Strongman, training only Strongman. I hate that I said practicing. I'm going to lose a lot of followers on that one. Fucking shit. Anyway, uh, for, like, you guys, like, if you think about it, Strongman... Same with Olympic lifting, not so much to an extent powerlifting, but I think more strongman and ollie lifting. Those are very fast movements. Those are very powerful and very, 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 very fast movements. Move. I sound like my dad. This is fucking bullshit. Anyway, so my dad became a citizen in 2008, so that's why every now and again. I don't even say mine. I say mines. It's fucking stupid. I understand.
4: My mm-hmm. mom became a citizen when I was like eight years old, so having foreign Rough, families-
1: Dude. Rough life it growing is. up, right? It it it's I different. I
4: mispronounce words all the time, and I would get bullied. they like, why are you
1: saying it like that? Like, that's the way my mom that's says my mom, it. That's the way my dad says it. So, <laughs> um, but, so yeah, so, so the, the, the actual physiology behind it, like the science behind it, is you guys are literally sprinting the entire time. It'd be like if Usain Bolt did 100-meter runs for an hour. Obviously, we would do a hundred meter run and then we would rest five minutes. We do a hundred meter sprint, rest five minutes. Do a hundred meter sprint, rest five. Same with like all lifts. All it, it's tight. So you have type one, you have type A, and you have type two A, and you have type two X muscle fibers. You guys are hitting—I could be wrong—but you guys are primarily hitting like the type two X muscle fibers. So that's attributed with like a forty-yard sprint. Uh, that's attributed with a yoke run. You know what I mean? Because you guys aren't running more than you guys aren't running hundred feet, right? You guys are only to 50, fifty. Yeah. So yeah, because other than because if you guys went over that, you guys would just end up getting hurt, and that would defeat the whole purpose of the lift, right, Colton? Like, would that be the would that be the science behind that? We are running with heavy objects. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, the big way I started getting the in the program strong strongman. Actually, I think I think Seth and I have
3: been some of my first guys, and uh, I, I told them sure like I've only done a few. I only have only done like three strongman competitions
4: but I learned a lot
3: from them, and it's that it takes a lot of conditioning, and it's a long day, but it's a fast day at the same time. So basically, I was really bad at a lot of that stuff, so I figured out what you needed to do to be good at it. So a lot of that comes down to, like, especially what you see at that high-level comp that we just went to at that Southwest qualifier, was even with the top tier guys, there was guys gassing out and there was guys getting injured. All day, and maybe not super, super serious injuries with a lot of them, but they were like pulling hamstrings and doing this. And that's 90% of the game is coming in healthy and, and able to complete the whole day. And you're going to end up at the top of the pack if you can survive most of the time in strongman.
5: Well, in strongman's, there's, there's not per se a lack of specific or intentional lifting, but it is a lot of general work. It's a lot of GPP, it's a lot of, you know, conditioning on top of just being all around strong. Because, I mean, with at least more of a local level, and, and I could be wrong, I don't know if any of these guys know the weights yet for OSG, but sometimes you, you go into a comp learning the weights like very briefly before, if ever. So, I mean, we did a comp, the one here, the Oklahoma strongest, we didn't even know the weight for that sled until we showed up the day of comp, and they still didn't know until we did the event. Uh, Which is fine, you know, it was, that's where you just, you train your heart out and hope that you're strong enough. That's strong man in a nutshell.
4: Well, and kind of like to talk about what you're saying is with the iron cross, you know, it took weeks of like working up like that competition was probably the first competition I had, I had trained for that. I wasn't able to just do the weights. I had to train up to the weights and, um, it wasn't until like week before i left for vacation that i finally did comp weight on the iron cross and was like okay i can do this and so that is something else and no we don't know the the weights for osg yet but i have a feeling that it's definitely going to be something that's going to push us harder than we've ever been pushed.
5: well and at that qualifier too like the last event was bag to shoulder And, and that requires a lot of muscle endurance strength and uh you know aerobic capacity because you are trying to launch these things onto your chest so you can't breathe and then get them up to your shoulder. And, you know, you're talking about having already done events for, you know, five, six hours. So you get to that point in the day, you're tired, you're cramped, you haven't been eating because so you don't want to throw up on the field there. And now you're at this event and you're just, I mean, that, that was actually why Seth, uh, when they were going head-to-head, wound up coming out on top as uh, the guy who was going up against wound up, uh, you know, kind of misgrooving and dropped his bag and the steam wasn't there to get it back up a second time. Because he would have he would have beaten Seth had he not made that mistake and gassed out.
1: Colton, what would you say um, in about a minute? What would you do? What if somebody is cramping and breaking down during those days as a coach? What would you do to help alleviate that?
3: I mean, kind of like with the horse limit, it was really I mean, strongman. Community. I mean, as soon as everyone starts cramping, everyone's like, "I got this. I got this." i um, a big thing for me that I like to use is the Voodoo floss bands on a lot of things just to kind of help do that occlusion therapy and get some movement through there and, and wrap it real tight, move the muscle, take it off and get a bunch of blood flow back into there. Yeah. And then, I mean, you just got to, you got to do maybe some light stretching and, and kind of rest up in between events and yeah. make sure you're warming up properly and maybe even taking the warmups easier before the next event. Just yeah.
1: Kind of make sure you might have those baby a little bit. There you go. We'll, we'll follow out on that. We'll close out on that. And then we'll let it and, um, go. What's up Chandler? hey man how you doing i'm living good all right man so we're back on the podcast it's been far too long all three of us hadn't been together and yeah it's been a while quite some time but that's okay it has been about a month so uh we have been recording we just hadn't really put anything out yet at the moment so but we'll be hopping back on that train but i really miss everybody i really wish that you were there at that uh with the brew crew, yeah, with the brew yeah, crew, that was fun. Cool. Yeah, because let's see, yeah, because that was the last time I recorded. It was last yeah. weekend, so yeah. So the brew crew, I feel bad because by the time they hear this, then they'll be like, "Where the fuck did you put it out?" Yeah. Yet? <laughs> so but that's all right. Uh, I just had some stuff that I, I had a lot of family stuff going on. My dad yeah. got sick. Uh, just I don't know. I felt like back to back to back everything was like going wrong. So I think uh, it was good to see Jared one day. I saw Jared, uh, Bratcher, <clears throat> and so Jared's Jared's out of town again, but. Um, that day that I saw Jared, I remember when Jared left Jared fist moment, he's like, I love you, bro. Hit me up for anything. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're back. <laughs> we're good. We're back. So what are your thoughts on like, what, what's your stance on mental health for guys? Um, I don't know. Do you feel like it, do you still, do you have the views of like the old mentality of like guys can't talk about stuff or do you feel like. Yes and no. I feel yeah. like
6: you have to have a safe yeah. person to talk to about it with, you know? Yeah. If you have that and you have that support system, I don't think it's bad. But if you don't have that, then I think it is bad. And there are. I mean, money. I'm
1: sure there are quite a few people out there who don't have yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like I said, I don't know. I've just been, like, up and down, like, the last two weeks. And then over, like, just hearing everybody – uh talking about you know like hey where's the podcast at julian's asked me i don't know how many times yeah you know, where are you putting the podcast up for this and like and uh yeah even like even guys that i don't normally converse with in the gym just uh yeah those guys have been asking you know what episodes are going up so that let me know like oh even though and it hasn't been like it's been more of a like i don't feel confident in what we record yeah You know what I mean? And the not from you guys' stance is, like, more from my stance. It was, like, well, why didn't I, Carlos, do this better? Or why didn't I do this better? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think it's just because, like, for a good few weeks there, we did have very good traction. Like, there was multiple weeks back after back after back. Like, we had real good good stuff going, yeah. And so, I don't know. But I think that's, like, I feel like every show eventually hits that point, right? Yeah. So...
6: I think it's also a perspective thing. Like, it's got to be better than the last, and if it's not, then it's just downhill.
1: Yeah, so, that, is, yeah that is very true. So, yeah, man, I appreciate that.
6: How's uh, how's the training been going? Uh, it's been going. I've been missing a couple days, and I shouldn't have. I just haven't been having the discipline that I need to. But it's been hectic at work and all that stuff, but all that's just excuses.
1: It is, but it isn't, though, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like, if you yourself feel taxed, yeah, you can't, at least now, you know, and you're, what, 24? 23. 23. Yeah. And so there's not a lot of 23-year-olds who take that initiative yet. Yeah. A lot of them are still like, I'm still going to kick my ass today in the gym. Yeah. And then take 1,800 milligrams of caffeine and <sighs> stimulants. I don't know. It's tough.
6: But I know if it's a priority, I'll make time for it. So
1: Yeah. You don't have any meets coming up at the moment, though, right? I
6: don't. I'm signed up for um, November, but I just had. Which not one's November? That. The I don't know if it's the North American Pro, like the big, big one. I'm confused on that. It's an IPF one for sure.
1: Uh, uh, is IPF? What does that stand for? Is that International?
6: Uh, yeah, International Powerlifting Federation. Ah, okay. But it's a it's IPF and USPA. It's the big USPA one. Yeah. So I think it is. The big one that I bring And then that would have been in, in Virginia,
1: Virginia? right?
6: Virginia? See, that's what I'm confused on because this one's in the city that I'm signed up for, but the one oh, that Brandon yeah, signed yeah, up for yeah, yeah, yeah. is in Virginia. I think they're called the, almost the same thing.
1: I wonder if, I mean,
6: I don't are know. they both
1: IPF? I think.
6: It might be, no, that was the Mono one, wasn't it?
1: The one that Brandon was going to do? Yes.
6: Yeah. Okay. That one, that was like W, w something. WPF no i don't know
1: i'm lost on that one i don't know that's why i'm always happy that i got you guys on here because i'm like yeah there's so many federations yeah for no reason um dude uh i remember so i was talking to one of these one of these old coaches yesterday and i remember that um, like when i first started coaching i really wanted a lot of clients and stuff like that and then to the point where i was like pretty jealous actually but like at the same time, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, post a bunch of stuff, hey, Please train with me. Like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Uh, but, like, you know, the more that I, like, had patience and started working with these kids, like, I have a little fifth grader now. And, like, this kid plays for F- FBU. FBU is uh, – that honestly, I just know the acronym. I feel bad that I said that. And, so FBU <laughs> is kind of like, from what I understand, it's almost like the Pop Warner. It's like traveling football. Yeah. And so, like, this kid was telling me, he was like, was bro, football, I cool. didn't know either. Bro, these kids go to showcases. Yeah. Like, and then they get callbacks to go to another team, another traveling That's team. That's really cool. Bro, it's nuts. So I think next so I think so they're gonna be traveling to Los Angeles one one month, and the next month they'll be traveling to Washington. Damn. Yeah, they're gonna be going to Texas quite a bit. I you think they play in Oklahoma City on like mm. the thirteenth or fourteenth, and I'd really like to get up there for that. By the way, on the thirteenth, we have uh oh, what's his name? Uh, his name on Instagram is like Dark Horse Zombie. It's Richie. Uh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been seeing our DMs? Yeah, he's been posting me? a lot. Yeah. yeah, dude.
6: And I've been seeing those.
1: Yeah. So I'm uh I'm excited to have Richie on. Richie's pretty pretty solid at TikTok. Richie's uh yeah. I, I don't know who his coach is. His coach might be is his coach, Marilyn.
6: I'm going feel really it bad whenever be. Richie listens to this. I'm sorry. I know he trains at a, brew house, right? No, Richie's in Tulsa. That was a. Uh, which one is that? The obtain one. Is that obtain? I always get so confused.
1: Is obtain? Yeah, obtain is in Tulsa. Yeah. Cause string factory. Yeah, so that Blue makes house. Maryland's
6: got to be the coach because she's out. Oh, there. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Connecting okay. it. So then,
1: are you gonna do the death meet?
6: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I haven't signed up. I emailed Robert
1: Adams. Yeah.
6: And asked if Who I could just that? move that. He's the. Uh, Chair, president, whatever the top guy is of a uh, USPA Oklahoma. Oh, okay. So I had to email him.
1: Oh, so that's like whenever I keep contact with Ray. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. yeah, Same
6: thing. Just a good line to have. open. Yeah. But I emailed him, uh, said that work came up and I wouldn't be able to, and uh, see if I could just transfer that. And he said it's non-refundable. So.
1: Oh, eh. bro, those so are the sucks. worst. Those are the worst feelings. Yeah. Uh, and I had
6: to get IPF membership for that.
1: Really? Yeah,
6: I had, How much had, was had that both. So the USPA is a hundred, the meat sign up is a hundred, and then the IPF membership was like twenty five, which is actually really good.
1: I hadn't signed up for my, I hadn't <laughs> signed up for the meat uh, next weekend. You did? No, not yet. I need to. I, <laughs> Ray will hear this and Ray will send me a really long text. And I love that guy. He definitely keeps me in line. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I need to sign up for that. And like same for like USAW, USA USA weightlifting is like. 100 bucks or something like that yeah. and it's good for i think it's good for two years ours is a year or something like yeah yeah something or another like usBAs a year and then i know like whenever i um, whenever i had to sign up for national that was the first meet that i had to sign up for coaching at Ross. i was scared man you had to sign up to coach yeah damn yeah that's serious
6: yeah.
1: <laughs> um and i i remember that one was like 50 bucks yeah so it's not, not it's bad. not like super costly yeah. and then like it stays in the it stays in like that federation too. Yeah. So it's like all right, I guess I can do that.
6: I don't mind the entry fees, especially whenever it's a really good meet.
1: How <laughs> much is the deaf meat sign up? 100 bucks. Doesn't matter.
6: I think if you do multiple, then it's like 100 cuz there's open, junior, uh raw, plastic raw, you can sign up for a whole bunch of different stuff. Really? Yeah. So you can win like six or seven. Isn't his main giveaway a? This one is. I think he's doing some cash and then a year sponsorship, sponsorship. Yeah, top male, top female. So that's why everybody's. There's no
1: cats from Oklahoma that are sponsored, right? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah,
6: Derek's out of tech. Or yeah, Derek. What about that one uh, big dude? Which one? Gabe. Could be Gabe.
1: No, that's
6: Texas. Texas, uh, that's Texas Titan or something like that. Yeah.
1: There's Which another big guy they got. Onus. Dude, they're all big. You yeah, got to be tattooed. Uh, yeah. You got to be good at social media. <laughs> you got to have ridiculous ass fucking lifts. Like, and they just have a lot of friends too.
6: Not even big, they, big all, friends. All,
1: yeah, a lot of their guys are just really good people yeah. too. You know, I I like his uh, I like his criteria that has to be met. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then let's see. And in, in terms of powerlifting, September, September yep. 11th. What September's, is that? September's uh, that Oklahoma Honor City the Fallen. Yeah, is that Oklahoma City? Is or? That Oklahoma City or Tulsa? One of the two. They're always Oklahoma City, Stillwater, or Tulsa. Yeah, so. three. Um, and then do you know of any other powerlifting meets?
3: Mm,
6: there's the Brewhouse House Bash. When's that? I think it's Brewhouse House Bash in uh, October. Do you know the exact date on that one? I do not. Last we'll normally middle, late October. I'll have
1: to reach out to Papa Rhodes and be like, hey, bro, give me the details mm-hmm. on that, and then I'll put that out for you. I really enjoyed those guys coming on, bro. Yeah. So Nick, Nick is a former radio host. So when he was in is college. Really? Yeah, bro, when he was in college, he I was a, yeah, bro. Nick, fucking, I don't know, 52? What? No, no. no Nick's only that. like, like oh. no, Nick's probably, he's the oldest one out of that group because everybody so all those guys were like 26 to 29
6: really yeah I didn't expect them to
1: be that old I I didn't expect them to be that young I didn't know well no no no, and I don't and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean that in terms from like because they're all so respected and it's like that was another thing that like kind of sort of got me back into like all right, I need to start posting again was like because after they all said that I was like oh like Jackie's the strongest woman in Oklahoma yeah you know Colton's Colton's super fucking respected Mm -hmm. like Alec and Seth literally represented Oklahoma and Houston at nationals for strongman. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. And then that's where Jackie was at too. And so and so Colton is their coach, and Nick Derry Cruz. Mm-hmm. Nick went and just just helping out, bro. And like so, I guess um, so. Seth forgot his Seth forgot his pants or his shoes at the at the Airbnb. Yeah. So I guess Nick had to run back to do that, and I guess they were just like minutes away from competing yeah so there was that um and then another thing that they had talked about was um they all harped on seth for being rude at the gym all the time why is he rude that he's just kind of the douchebag of the group and i respect it douchebag like like a loud douchebag or douchebag like don't talk i think it was more if they just mess with him a lot yeah I mean. and he just talks shit kind of like me yeah and i right. can respect that there you go can you imagine if Alec pulled you over? I could. I don't necessarily want to. But... He's his arms are so goddamn big.
6: There's and then, that
1: one state trooper at the gym? Oh, That's Morgan. Massive. Yeah, yeah. Morgan. Morgan will do ten sets of ten with four hundred five on the bar, and then go do box jumps. <laughs> Good For that guy, Morgan's a fucking psycho. Morgan. Some days after he's taken his pre workout, it's hit. He has this look in his eye, and I'm like. Who did you kill? <laughs> like who have you pulled a fucking trigger on, bro? God. So there's that. Um, let's see. So we already mentioned the we mentioned the strong. No, we hadn't mentioned October yeah, 1st, circus. right? October 1st? I think so. I believe so. October 1st. That'll be the uh that'll be the depth uh strongman comp. And that'll be at Elmer mm-hmm. Thomas Park, actually. Mm-hmm. And that'll be under the actual big circus tent. That'll be pretty That'd be pretty wild. I don't think really, I don't think there's been any strongman comps like that. Mm-mm. Definitely not in Lawton. I mean, if uh, I mean besides like yeah. hitting ESPN and you know running yeah. with cars and whatnot, yeah. but That'd be cool. Other than that, in terms of like, I don't want to call it a local meet because it's not necessarily local meet. They have enough traction and you know following where it's not necessarily a local meat like that that, yeah. that has the potential to be a really big meat yeah. so if you guys support devs make sure you guys are posting all their stuff that so we can get a bunch of people from out of state because yeah. that would be cool. pretty wild so uh, who knows might uh might pull a car you might will? pull myself into a standing position I won't do that never. No. I won't ever do that I can promise you I'll never stand again. Oh my god <laughs> <What? laughs> I heard my voice shake when I said that. I'm sorry guys. It was more behind that than that. Anyway, so if anybody went betterhelp.com. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so if anybody uh, anybody wants to start doing some therapy on me, uh, open to Lamot oh Lamotomies. Open to Lobotomies. There you go. Yeah, I don't, know who, I don't know who Lamotomy is. He mm-hmm. probably Lamaze. does classes or is it Lamont's classes? Lamaz. Lamas, that's the breathing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you say menstrual? Oh, I thought you said menstrual. Nah, I was like, I, I think that it's gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gone by that time. I think, I think by the time we hit the, the, the Lamaze class, I think the menstrual's gone. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of other meats, who else do we got? Um, we have oh, shit, next week, so July 30th and 31st. Um, if you've been wanting to get into Olympic lifting or, or if you have been Olympic lifting and want to compete, um, but you've been a little too nervous about getting your feet wet. If you are in Norman, you can swing by code of CrossFit. And so, uh, me, Chris, uh, Ray, Daniel, and I'm out of Bartlesville, uh, a bunch of guys out of Edmond. So we'll all be competing. we got a bunch of new guys this year, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of the, the athletes that were busy in sport get to mm-hmm. compete now because they're starting to wind down because school's about to start. I yeah. hate that summer went that fast. Why the fuck does summer go that fast, by the way? I'm honestly okay with it. It's been miserable. It's, it's been, been so hot. It's been so hot. I changed my hours at the gym. <laughs> really? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's been so hot. I changed my hours at the gym. So I am there from uh, 8 a.m. until 12, 12.30. And then I go back from 6.30 to 8.30. Good. Bro, it's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's miserable. I started throwing it I th- up.
6: I think that's why. Why I haven't been wanting to go. Dude. Because it's, it's like walking into a furnace.
1: Whenever, uh, dude, you go by a fan and I feel like my glasses get fucking glued <laughs> onto my face. I'm like, dude, my flesh is literally melted. Sometimes if your water bottle's been sitting there, you go to take a drink and you just feel like your insides melt. You're like, what the fuck is that? Um, I, you know, me, since I, uh, since I flashed answer it every 10 to 22 minutes, yeah. uh, I poured some hot water on my head one day. Pretty sure I got a soft spot on my head. And just call me Baby Los <laughs> again. So I just, you know, put powder on my ass and a diaper on me. Not because I'm disabled, but too much? Not enough. Well, I can go deeper. Well, let's do it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, Let's see. So we talked about the Ollie meat, and I think I, I think that kind of seals up everything in terms of meat, right? Yeah. For the, at least for the next few weeks, we'll end up getting a message pretty soon. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Didn't you say this, this, and this? I guarantee you, I said something wrong. I always say something wrong. I hope I, I, I honestly, I thrive to say the wrong thing. I do, and then afterwards, oh my gosh, I have to same with, with shirts. You know, I. Uh, I really need to get on the ball with shirts and stickers. We had some really yeah. solid sticker designs. We, yeah. If technically we have three that we could come out with, yeah, two different shirts, three different stickers, like it's literally not that far off. So, um, you know, you know, your boys get busy. Your boys get busy working throughout the week, and uh, if you have some su- suggestions, I remember one time when I was taking a spelling bee test, and uh, the Student teacher said suggestion, said mm-hmm. a suggestion. And then, because I'm from Eldon, so I needed the suggestion, not the suggestion. Suggestion? Yeah, suggestion. Yeah, I have a su- suggestion. Suggestion? Yeah. Suggestion. I guess I just fucking suck. So, <laughs> anyway. Which is the right one? I don't know. No. It depends on which part of the U.S. you're on. Really? S- sug- suggestion. Pecans? Pecans. Pecans. Pecans pillow or pillow pillow etiquette etiquette i can respect that Thank salmon you. salmon why would you put why would you do that why would you pronounce alaskans, the L? man who alaskans i'm messing around honestly almost said something Got us canceled nah. not gonna do it that happens. sorry got defensive i'm like a i'm like a frightened baby chipmunk you know it's afraid of anything new and it's in its environment I just Uh (laughs) get. What, bro? Nothing,
6: man. I just zoomed out and saw the baby chipmunk.
1: (laughs) We've been leaning over on a mic. Yeah, guys, we're we're bad off, boys. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so uh, you know, BetterHelp.com. Uh, just kidding. Don't go to BetterHelp. I I mean, actually, do go to BetterHelp.com, but don't say that we sent you, because you'll just get more added onto your bill because you'll end up having to pay for my therapy that I need. Um, so we went over, we we went over, we went over suggestion and suggestion. Um, crown, crayon, crayon, crayon bro, crown. Yeah, you're my a crown own. guy? I remember I heard a few people saying that back in whenever I was in Elgin, and I was like, oh, that ain't right, Bubba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just That's just yeah, how it is sometimes. Like crown. It's crown. crown. Well, okay, 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 okay. I feel like we're reaching it. this point. No, 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 no. Content. No, 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 no. no. Okay. no this is an excellent this is an excellent debate, because <laughs> there are going to be some people that hear this and be like, you know what? It is a pillow, and for those guys, you can unsubscribe. Window
6: seal? Window seal. Window seal. Seal.
1: Yeah, because you're sealing that bitch off. Um, All right. From what? The elements. Uh, All of them? (laughs) Stone? Yeah. Uh, What? Okay, so how about this one? Uh, Oil or oil? It depends on the context. That's... It right. depends on the That's contest. fair. I remember in the uh, second grade, I had this teacher, right? And like I said, this has all developed me into the, you know, just hot piece of ass that I am in terms of the athlete. You know, just kidding. I'm, I I hate what I see in the mirror. I mean, no. Basically. <laughs> huh? Temperature. Temperature? It's so hot. Dude, don't put me outside, I'll cook. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I needed to be at least 77 with a slight breeze out of the north at all times, bro. Right? <laughs> That's toasty, man. No, it's not. That's nice. What? What do you need it so at? 69.
6: I think I was above 70. I'm sweating.
1: Really? Yeah. You just hang out in the walk-in closet, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but no, what I was going to say is, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I forgot what I said. Oh, no, 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 no. Whenever I was in the second grade, I had this student teacher. And. Yeah, she would always come in at a certain time. And yeah, I remember she would say oil all the time. And I was like, can we not? This See, is
6: an I. If it's, if it's a rush, then it's oil. But if it's not a rush, then it's oil.
1: You know? No, I don't. I do. Say it again. Oil. Oil? Oil. Oil.
6: Oil. But if it's in rush, oil. So really, it's only two
1: syllables at that point. Yeah. <sighs> This is dialect that I hadn't heard in many years. I hadn't heard this dialect since I was upright at Crods and Rods. <laughs> What's so funny? I but... have never eaten at Crawdad. <laughs> I, have
6: ne- I haven't I never either. will. I hadn't either. That is the nastiest thing. It just smells care. like pee. It, it's a crustacean that lives in the mud.
1: I'm a crustacean that lives in the mud. I mean, yeah, but it hasn't rained in a while. That's true. However if you were an eel i don't even <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even going down that route anyway so to bring it back to fitness uh stick on your pro by the way <laughs> stay on your programs guys I know. don't influence anybody to go off program how about let's go with that um i'm slowly also understanding the point of- if you're if you're if you're out there being a freelancer out there being a nomad in terms of programming Guys, it's, it's Coach Feld's 45-day challenge. Coach Feld is my favorite strength coach in the NCAA. He is out of Miami. He was recently at Oregon. The Ducks, now he's for the U. And so he pairs up with the Special Olympics every year, and he does the 45-day challenge. And you do 100 biceps, 100 triceps every day. Oh, so if you're trying that. to get jacked and fucking juicy, Daddy Bear had a solid two inches added to his arms. Just kidding, I started eating really unhealthy, stopped doing a lot of stuff. No, I'm just kidding. I looked amazing. Like, I literally thought I was like, wow, like, is that my pecker on my arms on the side? But, and then (sighs) no. Mm -hmm. What? I I type, I gladly click explicit before posting these. Wouldn't know, hadn't done it in a while, though, because I suck. Yeah. Anyway. Been a little bit. Yeah, I don't suck. I was just... Just positive also, self-talk. Also, dude, dude, do you want to be a champion or not? Do you want to be national champion or not? I can tell you it's not built through smiles. It's not yeah. built through smiles and hugs. A lot of sadness. That's right. So I'm missing important events. Yeah. On a board, Bill. I'm just saying. Yeah. Iron therapy. That's all I need. Is it? No, nah, I probably need like, yeah. probably need a Prozac. and yeah. Nah, I'm just... Give me some ayahuasca. Reset the hard drive and we'll be good. Ayahuasca? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, I think that would be like peyote or something like right. that.
6: Yeah. Right.
1: Mescaline. There you go. Just kidding. I'm going to get canceled for sure. But I'm going to get well, a talking to you for that one for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, the boys need to get back. We need all the boys together again. Shining out the bat signal.
6: Back. Signal. bat
1: signal. No, nah, I'll shine out the back signal. I'll put the back signal out there. Cause all the homies Hard look door. like a, from behind all the homies look like an upside down Dorito. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And particularly me, cause I don't do legs. So it just keeps going down into a stick figure from there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so better If anybody's a LMFT, go ahead and reach out to your boy, that paralyzed guy. Uh, nah, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I'll i go to the gym, hold my breath a little too long on a couple lifts. <laughs> just
6: pass out? No. no.
1: No. No, 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 That's what I do.
6: Why
1: would you do that? I like to get up and be dizzy. Why would Why would you do that? Know, it's a habit. It's not a good habit, but it's a habit. We all got habits we can't kick, and yeah. that's another thing. I can't kick at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, wow. But I will put my foot down time to time. Uh. We mentioned the importance of following the program. We talked about some meats that we got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I was really thinking the other day, I think it would be cool to have like a, like an actual like nutritionist on. That does, I don't know. I don't know. It's nice to wish and think about because... These nutritionists. Huh? Be something. I think it would be cool to have just full on like medical and get the yeah. difference between a medical and then a like athlete base. Yeah. And then like see the difference in the two. Cause I don't think there's necessarily, there's, I don't think there's a wrong way, but what works best for that individual? The more that I stay in this game, the more I realize how individualized things, some things need mm-hmm. to be some, not all. Yeah. So, um, I got, I got one that I'm coaching up right now that I'm, gonna put in that circus meet no yeah so uh dude i think in the end i think i just want to be known as like just an all-around well-rounded strength coach i don't yeah. want to specialize in anything yeah i literally want to just be well-rounded Yeah. and my advantage is since i myself don't have to worry about competing against able-bodied guys i get to worry with my attention other guys By the way, shout out to Mo Wads for always posting programming and keeping me fit as fuck. So, Mo, I appreciate you. You're an OG. And uh, honestly, a lot of my music slash is based off of Mo Wads University.
6: Is it? Yeah. Wow. Huh? Wow.
1: Yeah, dude, Mo is a goon.
6: I've never talked to him.
1: Really? Yeah. Uh, He hadn't been there as much lately. He's the, uh, I think he's the defensive coordinator or something for one of the high schools here for football. And, you know, all of them start on the 11th, all of them started spring, not spring ball, summer ball. How long summer ball? Mm, I mean, I remember I, summer ball. So I mean, summer weights. Oh yeah, summer weights. But from what I understand, is a lot of them are starting to really get into like, all right, this is, we need to start practicing, not just the lifting side yeah. of it and the the plyo side and agility side of it, but I think they're actually really coaching, coaching up on like some sort, some sorts of formations and yeah. stuff like that now. And I think that's, I think that's pretty dope. So, I think high school training has come a long way high Couldn't school training has come a long long way
6: very long way.
1: i had people teaching me cleans and snatches that shouldn't have been teaching me a cleaning and a snatch i <laughs> didn't teach me anything
6: they just said do it really yeah jason cunningham absolutely not man nah. oh, i gotta bleep that out oh nah, man i'm sorry see i always have one episode yeah it's
1: okay it happens it's okay uh anyway so chandler where we find you at bro chandler underscore blake there we go and jared is at jared bratcher uh carlos is at that paralyzed guy and uh what's the official instagram page above average lads underscore podcast that's right uh follow it send feet pics um you know send lifts if you uh ever us to rip them apart Oh, oh yeah. by the way, shout out to uh, yeah, 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 for real, for real. If you ever want us to just mess with you and joke on your and dog on your lips, just to kind of be a bro about it, send them in. We'll, and we'll repost that shit. We'll do like a voiceover or something like that. Um, also, shout out to the boy uh, Wally. Wally's getting ready for that's that one. Uh, he's the one farmer out of. Uh, he's a farmer out of uh, Bartlesville. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. He's a uh, medical. Uh, medical farmer yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, anyway so he competes in fayetteville pretty soon and so he's always he's always no matter he's no matter what he's always kept contact with us so and then i think one day he tagged me in something so yeah bro good luck to you man stay safe uh in the words of uh jared white don't get first do not get last when did he say that oh shit don't get injured don't get last don't get hurt don't get hurt don't get last it's okay it's my grandma she's always uh uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I almost <laughs> said something really bad. I was, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you, Chandler.